Resilient Solutions Podcast, Episode 3, The Remaining Traits of Resilient People. Welcome to Resilient Solutions, where I help you become more resilient in your personal life, your relationships, your business endeavors, and your faith. Hello, my name is John Thurman. I'm an author, a therapist, and a work-life consultant and coach. And today we're going to talk about the seven remaining traits of resilient people. In the second episode, we talked about the first two traits. And that first trait, most important trait, is that resilient people practice optimism. The second trait is when they face difficult times, they use their neuroplasticity, if you will, and their attitude to push through problems and to experience post-traumatic growth. Rather than having problems immobilize them, they see them for what they are, they accept the brutal reality of where they're at, but rather than being arrested by that, they look through the problem and move forward. Let's keep talking about some of these positive traits of resilient people. The third trait of resilient people is that they have a moral compass and an absolute sense of right and wrong, a clear value system, if you will. Stephen Covey referred to this as true north. And what's happened in the world today is truth has become very relativistic. In other words, my truth isn't your truth. The problem with that is if you don't have a sense of moral absolutes, you're headed for trouble. The resilient person is actively engaged in developing their moral compass, as well as developing and deepening their own sense of personal values that lead their lives and their decisions and their relationships to personal life and in their business endeavors. Now, as I've told you before, I am a Christ follower. I desire that my life exemplify Jesus. I'm not perfect. I have my pitfalls and my struggles. But in part of developing my moral compass, I trust that the Lord will lead me and guide me through his spirit, through the scriptures, and through the truth that's revealed in the word of God. Also, I have confidence that he's going to lead me and guide me. After all, he said he'd go before me, he'd be behind me, he'd be my right, my left, and above and below me. So it's that confidence that helps give me that resilience and helps me clearly define and direct my moral compass. Well, the next trait of resilient people is that resilient people express kindness and generosity. Something pretty easy to do, but one of the traits of resilient people is this is something that they routinely do. Now, I'd like to share with you just a story out of my life on one of those days when I was actually practicing what I'm talking about. I was invited to do a training event over in Scottsdale, Arizona. Beautiful city, fun place to go. Well, on this day, there'd apparently been some major national event there, a race or something, I'm not quite sure. This towards the end of the day, and lots of the people in line were really being kind of grumpy. So when it was my turn, I could see the young gal was upset, and I told her, hey, why don't you take a minute? You can help me in a minute. Do whatever you need to do to kind of get over what just happened. I'm cool. She came back, and I told her, on behalf of the Neanderthals that were in front of me, I want to apologize. No one should have to put up with rudeness like that. I'm glad you're feeling better. And she said, well, thank you so much. And then she asked for my name, and as I, I gave her my name, and she started letting her keys dance on the keyboard. And it took a little bit longer than I thought it would. And I said, is there a problem? And she said, no, Mr. Thurman, I'm upgrading you to a suite because you were so nice to me. I appreciate it. I went, wow, that was nice. This young lady was in some distress. I wasn't in any hurry to get to my room. 
the people before, for whatever was going on, were really rude to her, and she was kind of shaken up. And I know if that was my daughter, I would hope someone would extend her some grace. You just never know what happens because I was just being nice. And as you're learning to develop your own resilience muscle, let me just encourage you to practice generosity and kindness. In the past several years, our culture has become a lot more rude. So by practicing generosity and kindness, you set a tone that other people are drawn to. As a matter of fact, it might be good to remember what your mama taught you and what you learned in kindergarten. Be nice. Be kind. Say things like please and thank you. These little courtesies go a long way in helping you build your resilience. Now, another trait of resilient people is they develop acceptance and what I call cognitive flexibility, meaning that they don't live a rigid life. They tend to uh, to be in a place of openness and teachability. As Carolyn Dweck says, they have an open mindset. They remember the lessons learned. They can learn to adapt their knowledge and thinking to new situations. One of the things we know in crisis management and the disaster response is the first reports are always wrong. And as soon as you get on the ground, the situation is going to change. Well, resilient people just live with this expectation that you're going to have to be adaptable and flexible and be able to move in any situation as opposed to, and that's as opposed to being rigid and locked down. You see, people who are rigid get left behind. People who learn to be adaptable and flexible to grow and learn and adapt the knowledge they learn and respond to the situation as opposed to react to it do so much better. The next really cool characteristic or quality of resilient people, people that are learning to be more resilient and to uh, live beyond their problems, to see through their problems, is that they are learning to face their fears and at the same time learning to control and manage their negative emotions. Now, I'm all about positive thoughts. I'm all about positive thinking. However, positive thoughts and thinking have to be rooted in the reality of our situation. So many people say, oh, I'm going to lose this weight, or I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. And we ask them how they're going to do it. They're long on dreams and short on answers. And to have those dreams fulfilled, they actually have to engage in some type of activity. So when we look at resilient people who are learning to face their fears and learn to control negative emotions, that means that that you identify some of those fears, understand how they're negatively impacting you, and then take active measures to deal with them. And then, rather than being overwhelmed by that, you see it for what it is, you face it, you engage it, and you find means, tools, mechanisms, and behaviors that'll get you through it. The next trait of resilient people is that they are lifelong learners. They're constantly pouring into their lives and building their toolkit. They are working on developing and expanding their active coping skills. They're looking on understanding the triggers and things that can trip them up. They can steal their joy. They can distract them. They're leaning into these things and not just leaning into them blindly and not leaning into them with some type of unrealistic Pollyanna optimism, but they are students of themselves. They are students of their lives. They are seeking to grow in wisdom and knowledge so they can be better people. So what does that mean? That means that leaders are readers. That means you are investing in your own personal growth. As a mental health professional, I'm required to get 20 hours of continuing education credits a year. These required classes will help me become a more skilled people helper and also to give me some accountability to make sure that I'm not resting on my blessed assurance. Instead, I'm learning and growing very deliberately. So resilient people are constantly expanding their tool chest, learning how to live a more effective and dynamic life, 
through intentional reading, coaching, training, and whatever means they need to grow both personally and professionally. The next trait of resilient people is that they actively look for ways to build community, to have support, to network, and to be connected with others. The scripture even tells us that as iron sharpens iron, so one man or woman sharpens another. One of the great things that's beginning to happen now is that people are beginning to reconnect. It may be through business lunches. It may be through networking groups, support groups. It may be through church and other places that people connect. And so if you want to be a resilient person, one of the traits is that you will be a connector. Because it's in that connecting we find support, encouragement, and even courage. When we look at those support networks, there are really four components of a good support system. The first one is, is you get emotional support. You get empathy, love, and trust. Then the second type of support you get is what we call, or what I call, instrumental support. And that's tangible aid and service. The third type of support is informational. And that type of support, informational support, would be advice, suggestions, and general information. And then the fourth type of support is appraisal. And appraisal support is basically information that is useful for self-evaluation. So those are the four types of support we look at. Another trait of resilient people is that they have resiliency models. Maybe someone from history, someone in their personal life, someone from the military, corporate America, or maybe a neighbor down the street. But resilient people have models that they have seen exemplify resilience. Let me ask you a question. And this is kind of a serious question. I want you to take just a moment, just a pause, and think about two or three of the people who've modeled resilience in your life. It may be a grandparent, a parent, a neighbor, a historical figure, or anyone in your life that exemplified resilience. Take a moment, write it down, and then reflect on what you're grateful for and what lessons you've learned from that person. Well, getting ready to wrap up this section as we talk about the traits of resilient people. And the final trait of resilient people, and I love this one, and it's really tied into gratitude, but the final trait of resilient people is that they laugh deeply and they laugh often. You know, when we have this attitude of gratitude, it tends to make us feel better. We tend to see the lighter side of things, even in dark circumstances. And all the research tells us that when we laugh, when we have that gratitude, that spirit of gratitude, if you will, that we release great endorphins in our bloodstream. We enhance our immunity system. We lower our stress. We push back anxiety and we feel better if we feel depressed. So being intentional about having that idea of gratitude, of humor, of laughter, of enjoying where you are goes a long way towards enriching your life and the life of others. So let me summarize real quick about what we've talked about in this podcast. These are the traits of resilient people. First of all, they practice optimism. Secondly, they experience post-traumatic growth and neuroplasticity. The third thing is they have a moral compass and a solid set of values. They practice generosity and kindness. They are open-minded and cognitively flexible. They face their fears and control their negative emotions and learn to respond as opposed to react. They're constantly expanding their toolkit for life. They're lifelong learners, if you will. They have a support system. They actively pursue support systems. They also have resiliency models. And finally, they laugh often 
and deeply. Hey, I hope this has been helpful. would love to hear your comments and encouragement. This is a growing thing. This is just session three, so I'm learning as I go, and I hope you're learning as you go. Stay tuned for just a couple of quick offers I have for you on some free materials that you can get today. Hello, this is John Thurman with Resilient Solutions. And remember, my mission is to help you become more resilient in your personal life, your relationships, your business endeavors, and in your faith. And remember, This is a day that the Lord has made, and I will make a choice to rejoice and be glad in it. Hey, stick around for a couple more seconds as I have two freebies for you that we'll bring up in just a minute. And don't forget, you can find me at johntherman.info or johntherman, J-O-H-N-T-H-U-R-M-A-N.net. Hey, I wanted to thank you once again for joining me for Episode 3 of Resilient Solutions. I'm excited to be launching this, and I'm excited that you've joined me and to show you a little bit of my appreciation, but also to give you some tools that can help you out. I have two offers for you. First of all, do you struggle with anxiety, depression, or runaway thoughts? Well, if you do, I've produced a short 13-minute video called Brain Tricks. The Brain Tricks video will teach you how to learn to manage your thoughts better, to bring them under control, and to get more usefulness out of your brain. You can get that for free by simply texting the word Brain Tricks to 33777. Once again, text the word Brain Tricks to 33777. It'll ask for your email. And once I get your email, it'll send you a copy of a link to that video. The second offer I have for you is mainly for those of you who are married or in relationships. COVID has really hit marriages hard. A lot of the people I deal with in my counseling and coaching practice are in trouble because of the stress of the COVID on their relationship. And I've got a free ebook that you can get today. All you have to do is text the letters and the numbers 21 ways. That's 21 ways to 33777. To get your free book, 21 ways to improve your marriage, text the letters and the numbers 21 ways, 21 ways to 33777. Take care. We'll see you next Tuesday.